Welcome back, people. It is episode 17 of season three of the Taxi Squad podcast. It is currently April 26th. You will be hearing this on April 27th, the draft Draft day. day. And if you've been listening to this show long enough, you know what today is. The holiday. It's the draft spectacular, Mikey. It is the draft flipping spectacular. And I'm so jacked. We got some new stuff to get into. Maybe if you're new to the show, you're not accustomed to hearing the rundown and our draft recaps and all this good stuff. But like the next two weeks are just full packed NFL. And then we get into some baseball. But for now, we are back. So Vinny, how are you? I'm great. I'm ready to get after it. This is one of the greatest days of the year. Um, last year, we were shooting at like a 2% clip on accuracy. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be worse or better this year. I think we got oh, the first draft pick taken care of, which was not the case last year. So we're already off to a better start. Um, I'm just looking forward to it. I'm ready to chat it up with my bud. Ready to talk about some failing baseball team that we cheer for. I'm ready <laughs> to talk about the M- NFL, the NBA, all that stuff. Let's get after it. Yeah, I'm I'm jacked for it all. So I think we're going to be a little bit more accurate this year. But if we're not that accurate, we'll Probably just not. be like the rest of <laughs> the majority of the analysts out there. So you, you can't control this shit, people. But back into it, Vinny. We're we're back with a strange and unusual this oh, week. Oh yeah, La, usual to the strange and unusual. It's a you know, it's about some people doing some things. Hey, people do be fucking. They say, um, <laughs> they and that do does not. That. That does not leave out the Los Angeles Dodgers because this week, Mookie Betts, Evan Phillips, Bruce Star Gratterall, and Max Muncy all have gone on paternity. Um, so they're all just popping out kids. Wow. I was doing a little math here, and I'm thinking, hey, like what happened nine months ago? It just so happened to be the All-Star Weekend. So I'm thinking they were all just either at All-Star Weekend or on a little vacay during All-Star Weekend. And they all just got after it. But it is funny how you can be at the beginning just of the season and they're all like, hey, we're expecting kids in the next like Hitting bombs, weeks. dropping bombs. Good <laughs> for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, hey, I prefer this now than, you know, August or September. So yeah, absolutely. They're yeah, not I playing mean, the best that they ever have either. So maybe this will be a nice like you never heard of the baby bump. What's the baby bump? It's just like when you have a kid, like especially in the NFL. Like eventually, like you're going to play a lot better after you have a kid because your endorphins are through the roof. I think this might Uh happen with the Dodgers. They might go on a tear after all these boys get back. Okay. All right. So the baby bump jump, huh? That's what we're looking at. Now, if you're out in public and you see a woman who you may believe to be pregnant, never say that because then, you know, then you could be in in line for a whole other uh, class of ridicule it's kind of funny because i think we had that conversation last week too and then i was like well i will ask everybody because i mean people do be fucking vince and a lot of times strange and unusual we talk about people getting after it that's true because sometimes that shit is strange in different ways we're talking about the strange and strange things that's just so they're all going to be off the entire week Right. Yes, I think so. So I yes. mean, this is kind of some huge. I mean, especially Mookie being out. I mean, yeah. arguably your top player an entire week and a shortstop now. Jeez, I mean, I who, what's the record looking like here? Um, I mean, better than the White Sox. Well, that's a 
That's a long. I think list. the White Sox are the worst in the league. Um, right now, the Los Angeles Dodgers are thirteen eleven. So I was wrong anyway. They're at the top of the NL West. Yeah, but... they're doing wonderfully. <laughs> they weren't at the and beginning they just of the year. Smacked up the Cubs in a four game series. No big deal. Yeah, I, I just mean, legit four of the yeah one three of the four. I'm an, I'm a Pirates Diamondbacks fan this year, so all this is not good Same. for me. Um, but yeah, I'll take those two teams over the other two. But yeah, either I'm, way, I am rooting for the Pirates. Honestly, they're not going to be good by the end of the year. <laughs> you don't think so? No. Just on it. Okay. Here's Flash here's a fun one. Here's yeah. a fun one. Okay. Who will go further in their respective division? The Pirates or the White Sox? <laughs> That's so depressing. Yeah, tell me about it. I feel like the depression coming on right now. So to put it in perspective, this is the worst White Sox start since 1986. And if they oh, lose bad. another game, this is the worst start ever. Well, they lost um, another game today, so high five. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. So after that, after that loss mm-hmm. today. Um, Seven and 18. I think just based solely on the ability of the other teams, you have to go with the White Sox. But it's not looking pretty right now. I mean, just it's in general, like bad. the Royals and the Tigers are worse than anybody in the Central, and you have to assume that the uh, Cardinals aren't going to end up being last in the in the division by the end of the year. So they started nine to fifteen. That's the only like bright spot where it's like that team's obviously going to come back. Maybe the Sox will. You can't think that a Pirates. I mean, that's the thing. They don't have O'Neill Cruz right now. McCutcheon's playing off his ass. He's playing absolutely great this McCutcheon's year. McCutcheon's like, like early to mid two thousands McCutcheon right now. He throws on that gold and black, and he knows what the fuck to do. It's kind of amazing. So we're, I don't, but again, like the Cubs are heating right now, except for this um, last they? series. Are you sure? Are you sure about that? The Cubs are heating. In yeah, quote, they're six right and now? four in the last ten. Six and two okay, on the road. But they just dropped the season. Th- dude, they just dropped like three in a row, though. You want to know what that means? That they were five and one before that. <laughs> so I would I consider it. I consider the last 10 they're heating or non heating and they're heating. Um, okay. The Pirates, on the other hand, are eight and two in the last 10. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Once you start playing all those like more difficult teams and it gets deeper in the season, we've seen this before. We've seen it with the White Sox. We've seen it with a couple teams where they start off the season so hot. Like they're just unbelievable. Like even last year, the Mets, like I got granted the Mets had a good season, but. They didn't even make the playoffs and they were the best team in the league for the first like three months. So I don't know. I don't believe that they have the bandwidth for it. I don't think Vince Velasquez is going to be a Cy Young candidate by the end of the year like he is right now. So <laughs> I would say no. I would say the White Sox have a better chance. But I so the, f- the fact that there isn't a big gap between that is the more concerning part to me. So you're saying that's the problem with the fucking Sox. We should have kept Vinny Velasquez. God, God damn no. it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> I knew it, Vince. Carlos Rodon, even though he's not even pitching right now. There's enough yeah. problems. We can't we can't pinpoint one of them. Let's be honest. Should have kept the stash in in the in the in the in the house. Yeah, but now he no he had he had to shave he, the stash. Oh, beard. He had a he had a, he can keep his stash on. He couldn't keep anything else because the Yankees what? like 1912 rules. Fucking stupid. What I think everybody has to take a look at right now is like the overwhelming records of the AL East. Yeah, I mean, it is aggressive and the Rays are leading the charge right now with 20 wins and four losses. It's unbelievable. I it's stupid. I It pisses me off because that's what the White Sox try to be and they can't be that. Um, their pitching is off the chain all the time. Wander Franco is ridiculous. Luis Robert steals a home run. 
Wander Franco makes a better play right after that. It's like you can't you can't win it. Um, the Yankees being in fourth place right now in fourteen and eleven to put that in perspective, that's uh, the same record as the Twins that are leading the Central, and one more loss over the the winner of the AL West right now, the Texas Rangers. So their fourth place team is just as good as the other two divisions first place team. So, and this is fun now because they play every team this year. So you'll right. they'll play every single one. Like at some point you're going to get that matchup. So I don't know. And then you look at the NL West anyway, and you expect the Padres to move up again. You expect the Diamondbacks to obviously go down a little bit. So yeah, I don't know. Beginning of the year overreactions are my favorite, but I wouldn't say that the Pirates are making the playoffs this year. But hey, the Orioles were damn good last year. No one expected that. So who knows? The Orioles, if they do it right at the deadline, depending on where they are in the AL East, maybe a playoff contender. I want yeah. everybody to think about that right now. Adley Not Rushman, in, too, is a dog. Well, Adley Rushman at Oregon State was just absolutely stupid. Yeah, and it transferred over, man. Nick Madrigal was also on that same team with him in the College Baseball World Series. And he's playing pretty well this year, too. So shouldn't he get Oh, finally. Good for him. You're there right, was right. a guy who was like our glue guy at second base that they were like, mm, I need the guy with the dangly arm. Please. Ooh, Josh give Harrison. Me, <laughs> give me the guy with the dangly arm. I'm talking about Craig Kimbrough. Mm-hmm. They were like, mm, need that. Need that because we're making a big run against no one right now. The beginning of the end, dude. That's the beginning of the end. We can get it into really that later. Was. It's NFL draft day. Who gives a shit? You know, fuck Craig Kimbrough, whatever he's doing right now. I, White Sox suck, whatever. I just thought since we're on baseball, we get into a small, you know, White Sox therapy session as we're already Fine. on it. Fine. Okay. Fine. We'll you want to go into this? Okay. Everybody's injured all the time. <laughs> no one's hitting the way that they're supposed to. Lance Lynn <laughs> gives up like seven runs the other day. Giolito's fastball is no movement, gets absolutely shelled. They play all of the best teams in the league and start off absolutely abysmal. Like, absolutely abysmal. You start off the year this year. And you're looking at the Astros right off the bat. Obviously, we're losing that series. Giants, that was, you know, their middle of the ground. But we play the Pirates the next series, and the Pirates are like the best team in the league right now. So we drop three to them. We drop two to the Twins. You play the Orioles. We drop two to them. We play the defending NL champion Phillies. We drop two to them. And then we play the Rays. And the Rays are the best team in the league. So you're looking at what? Four out of the first five people that you're facing all have winning records, and the Giants are something like, what are they right now? The Giants are 10 and 13, so it's not even like they're the worst team either. So you're playing really good teams on a team with no motivation. Everybody looks sad and out of it, and it is, what, April 26th right now? So yeah, what are you supposed to expect? Tomorrow, it's going to get warmer, 27. and everybody's going to figure it out. Mankata's going to stop getting injured. Tim Anderson's not going to be injured anymore. At some point, you got to assume Luis Roberts going to get injured, and then Eloy Jimenez is going to play left field and break his knee. So this is the life that we live. <laughs> so what you're telling me more so than anything, Vince, is that it's strength of schedule. It's not the fact that we're just totally a misorganized piece of shit. Two we things can be true. Going on, we are just going into a rough spell early on in the season, right? So yeah. the first month of the season, you just got these just epic epic teams that you're playing right yeah so i mean we in theory could turn it around here because we've got some division matchups coming up right we got the guardians yeah we got the tigers what's happening right? with you right now what, what are you doing 
Why be optimistic? Like, hey, you've know, never been optimistic, in, and you're we're fucking one in nine in our last ten. We are the only way the arrow could go is up, my guys. <laughs> Dude, what's, what's going, going on? I love, I love our, this mic. With our <laughs> usually we switch the sides. <laughs> I am totally being facetious. I know. I want everybody knowing I know. to listen to this. Well, that but was fun. Reason. For a yeah, it was. I was. I. I may have had some good acting going on. Acting. Didn't it feel good. Feels good to it be did. positive. Sometimes. It did. I. I'm usually a positive guy nine times out of ten until I'm talking about Chicago sports teams, and then I become a little sad. Right. I get but it. with all that being said, to your point, a lot of really good teams that we've played in the first month here. I mean, you can't forget the fact that we did play the Orioles also. So we've had a lot of AL East. We're in a series right now with the Blue Jays. We're only four and a half Who games are out. dogs, too. That's a fucking such a good team. They're 16 so, and 9. What are we doing? I know. So to the point, is it is it us? Is it our epic strength in schedule right now? Because now we got to think about it. And it doesn't get any better because now the Rays come to Chicago, historically beat the shit out of us at home. Right. Yeah. And and outside of that, then after that, we got the Twins. So I guess we're going to make it up. What's that? Who lead our division? Yeah. Who lead our division right now? Now, if you do beat the Twins. Now, here's what I'll say. I may have some hope. All right. Ready? Okay. If you sweep the twins at home, all right, I'm excited again. Are you? I'm what not kidding. Be, what what do we am. be like? Ten and eighteen at that point? Yeah, we would be. Uh, no, we we would be far worse than we're ten and eighteen right now. We're seven and eighteen right now. Oh my bad, we're seven and eighteen right now. <laughs> no, we would be at that stage of the game because we got a four game set with the Rays, right? Yeah, so, so we we'll would, be like 10 and 22. <laughs> I'm down to be 10 and 22. Okay. There we go. 10 and 22. The straight the schedule happens. thing, I think it goes hand in hand because you got a team that's obviously troubled, obviously has their issues, um, and you start a year off and you're like, let's get it off to the, you know, to a good beat. Let's get going. And then you're playing all these hard teams. If they're a good team, they should be good teams. So. Sure. There's no excuse to that, but it's no certainly excuses. not the way you want to start the season when you're a team that's kind of in the middle. And this is not what we signed up for. And alas, we're here and fanhood runs strong. So it's not like I'm going to stop being a Sox fan. I'm just going to hate it every minute of it. Well, when you look at it, Vincent, when only hey, one I'm not guy... making a beard bet for the Sox this year, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I, by the way, I hate those beer bats. If I see one more. Fucking no beer, beer bat. bat. Oh, <laughs> Beard bat. Those are annoying I thought you too. said beard bat. No, because no. anything you see on social media right now is any fucking Cub fan with that damn beard bat. <laughs> that that piece of shit beard bat. What are you gonna do with that? Things gonna get sticky and gross when you take home a souvenir like you're fucking ten. Like get out of town. Okay, with that garbage. <laughs> It's made yeah. for the Instagram gals. It's not made for us, Mike. We, you got to remember that all the promotions they run are not for people like us. You know what we do at Comiskey Field, a.k.a. Comiskey Park, a.k.a. Guaranteed Rate, a.k.a. <laughs> cell Phone Park? You know what we do? Okay, we watch the game, and when they lose, we fight one another, and we make the local fucking news, okay? Yeah. So I you saw. take your fucking sunshine and rainbow bullshit, and keep it on the north side. I saw this video. <laughs> this gorgeous video of this guy 
seeing this girl way behind her and then passed his phone up and it was like, can I get your number, blah, blah, blah. And they did it and everybody's like, yay. And then he called her and everybody's like, oh, it's so cute. Is that the Cubs game? And it was like, tale of two cities. <laughs> it just flipped over the White Sox. It was these two fat dudes just <laughs> ripping each other apart. And I was like, I like the second one way more. Like, I don't want to oh. see some stupid love story. I want to see two guys just throwing hands. Yeah, we are not necessarily the sunny side of the street. Our Nuh-uh. colors are black and white for a reason. Yeah. Right? And uh, the, you know, the Cubs colors are blue and red and white. Like and every other team. Things are Be fun original. there. And we sing songs for our team and go Cubbies. And the White <laughs> Sox are like, we play fuck on the South Rosler. Side, and if they don't win, we don't show up. You got yeah. something to say, we might fuck you up. So go ahead. I like that. And- and that's but, exactly how it works. But, but I mean, the Cubs to, are better than us right now, so it is yeah, no, it is. you can't deny it. And and back to to real baseball talk. The White Sox right now, there is not one hitter in our lineup that is hitting over three hundred. Yep. There is only one player on the entire Chicago White Sox lineup who plays left field. His name is Andrew Benatendi, who is hitting. Over 250. Yeah. He's he's almost at 300, and he's been good this year because he doesn't have the stink all over him yet. Yeah. I mean, poor guy. He's actually consistent. So highest paid baseball player in White Sox history, by the way. He's hitting the ball well. Defensively, he's not a liability. He's actually pretty good. But the fact of the matter is, is Oscar Colas is on the IL right now. Again, correct? Yep. And then Timmy... Moncada, it's just, I'm sorry, we had Brian McCann in the building, and we let him sign somewhere else, and now you're trying to pass off Sebi Zavala as an honest backup? James McCann. My bad. James McCann. (laughs) Different different McCann. (laughs) Different McCann. But still, you had a solid catching backup who could hit and perform and throw people out and really call a good game. Granted, though, he's been bad the last couple years. He was still pretty good his first year with the Mets, and him and Giolito had such a wonderful relationship, you thought you'd keep him in town just for that. Yeah. No, I'm By with you. Way, I'm just saying. Happened, I don't even know if that would help us. For reference to everybody listening, that happened two years ago. Yeah. PTSD, if there's a way I could describe it. Last time the team was good. Last time the team was good. Well, Vince, I think. Hey, I have one more group. thing to say. I have one okay. more thing to say. Brian yeah. Reynolds uh, signed a six-figure contract. Or 106 mil with the Pirates, leaving three other teams that haven't spent more than 100 mil on a contract. That is the Oakland A's, no surprise there. Okay. Kansas City Royals, been bad for a long time. Long time. And the Chicago White Sox. So that's where we're at. That's where we're sitting. What if the Taxi Squad podcast got funding on a local level? Ooh. Maybe this is a fun fan engagement thing, everybody. If you're listening <laughs> to this, join our cause. So what if the Taxi Squad podcast paid for a billboard in the city of Chicago? It's already happened. Right off the night. No, 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 no. Sell I the want team? this. What? It was going to say sell the team. I want this son of a gun right at 94 <laughs> and 35th. Okay. I want this son of a gun right outside the stadium. 
And I don't know how much it's going to cost. A lot. <laughs> but I'm going to get some research going on this. No, because okay. if we could get some funding, think about it. Whoever could develop the funding for this, we'll put our logo on it. It'll be Jerry, sell the team now, please. Yeah. And so that's that has already happened. I don't know if you saw but that. It was but on that, the wrong side of town. Yeah. Yeah. That was in it was in a very weird spot. So we'd have to redo it and put it in a good spot. But either way, I don't even know if he can read anymore. He's so fucking old. I, I don't give a fuck if he reads it. I want Rick Hahn to read it. I want Kenny Williams to oh, read it. Oh, dude, want, believe you me, if it goes bad, like Kenny Williams too said he was in a bad place right now. Yeah, you should be. Um, if they Those guys have had jobs for 20 years, that's what I'm saying. If they're horrible this year, like I don't see them being around next year. I really think that they might get the X, which I don't even think is fair because Jerry Reinsdorf wouldn't give them the money to spend if they wanted to anyway. So it's just going to be like a rotating cast of GMs that don't get any funding to do anything. You don't even know if they're actually good or not. And then they have to lie through their teeth for the organization. It is a goddamn mess. I'll tell you. I think we should get funding for the billboard, Vince. It's going to be at 94 and 35th on the south side. It's going to be right when you exit to get off, to go to the fucking game. It's going to be right there. Fire Jerry, big white and black letters. Taxi Squad podcast logo at the bottom of the billboard. Let that yellow pop. I like that. Hey, Chicago White Sox offense the last 13 games. 186 average, 254 on base, 310 OPS. See? What's our team ERA for fun facts? Not good. Just throw it out there. I got to find it real quick, but not good. Uh, okay. Team ERA. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just looking at him individually. <laughs> team ERA is allow this to load. The White Sox, they got to be at the bottom here. That's the expectation at this point. Um, we're looking at 5-6-2, 29th in the league, only above the Oakland Athletics. Boy, oh, boy. Bad. Isn't it fun? It's so much fun. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Paramore wrote a song about this. Ain't it fun? Yep, thank you. <laughs> Living in the real world. All right, well, onward and upward. I'm, if we were hey. to do a beard bet. <laughs> no, I mean, no more beard bets. No, I'm not No going. more beard bets. No now shot. we're going Now we're going full-blown fucking billboard. Henson shaving. Listening? We're we doing listen. this. Yeah, give us a billboard, please. Um, but either way. Either way, whenever you're shaving, whenever you see that beautiful video of me shaving my face in the bathroom, looking all sad, looking like Hulk Hogan, all that stuff, I did it with none other than Henson Shaving. So before we move on, here's a little word from our sponsor, Henson Shaving. The Henson Razor puts the end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. Uh, the razor is made from CNC machines to aerospace standards. That means it's made to be very tight tolerances. With the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer. And Mike, one of the best things about it, 100% plastic-free. Packaging wow. plastic-free. Razors plastic-free. You get one razor, nice little heft to it. It's got a little bit of a little bit of weight to it, which is it's nice. And like I... I've been using it now, so they've been with us for a couple months now, and I've been using it to to line my beard up, and then using it on my whole face was a breeze. I got, I'm not gonna lie, those, um, and changing up the razor too, it's a lot easier than just popping off the whole head. 
no plastic. It's great. Um, another piece of it that I like a lot, especially after doing this. So the head design has these little exit channels on it. You'll see like lines under the razor. Um, it's designed to expel the hair out and the shaving cream and everything. And I don't know about you, but for years using razors, I'm like trying to get all the hair out. I got a little bit coarser hair and it's, it's hell every time I need to do it. So I've really never had a razor, truly, honestly, never had a razor that this was, it was this easy to clean. So absolutely. I mean, it's designed so it doesn't get clogged up. So while you're shaving your face, we've all had it where it gets a little clogged up. It's not as getting as close of a shave as you'd like. So you got to rinse that thing off 37 times. Not here. It's once and you're back to it. Boom. And super Just easy to clean at the end. You're, they're sharp. Sharp, is. man. Um, and then the last point that we want to make here, cost of ownership averages to 88.20 every two years, which is $177 less than a normal cartridge razor, which is crazy. And you'll see, so you order the razor, right? They give you a pack of blades. It's better for the environment. Stop using all the plastic razors. Use the metal instead. So use the promo code, the taxi squad, T H E T A X I S Q U A D at checkout. You put a razor in there. You put a hundred pack of blades and you'll get those blades free while using our promo code. So for most users, this is going to amount to at least two to five years of shaving, depending on how often you shave. So again, that promo code is the taxi squad, hensonshaving.com. Go check it out. All right, Vince. Well, it's one of your favorite times of year. Yes. The NBA playoffs are in full Love swing. It. Mike has some pretty horrific. No, not really. I'm 50-50. Okay. So let's let's chat about it. Okay. Sure. So the Nuggets and the Timberwolves, I mean, we all kind of knew that series was yeah. coming to an end. Kind of called that one, one of the last year. week. Yep. Told you. Right? Yep. Right? Yep. I mean, You're Jokic right. did his thing, but now. Yeah. He's got to show up. And, and I mean, I, I hate to say it also, but Phoenix, it, it, I mean, they, they – we all knew that series was going to be one. They started off a little slow, and everybody's like, oh, well, the Clippers, but then Kawhi and Paul I, George. So I did it. I thought that at full health, obviously, I thought it would have been a series, even with Kawhi Leonard in there because Paul George wasn't going to play this round. Once Kawhi went out, it was a means to an end for sure. Um, but I think, like, this, those teams actually matched up pretty well as far as, like, you know, star players and who they're going to go against. If they had Paul George, it's a whole different scenario. I really think that. But it's just like you can't – the best ability is availability. I know everybody says that. That's how that shit goes. So if you're looking at a situation now where it's like we're the Clippers, we're a good team, and then we get to, we rest our starters every game of every year in the regular season and they still can't play in the playoffs, what are you actually doing, guys? I really don't know. So, it's true. yeah, the Suns should have won that. They did win it. They took care of business, all that. It should have been a closer series than it was. But – I said this before we started recording today. Hats off to Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook had a really fucking good series, and he was kind of like the – he went from a guy that nobody wanted to the most important player on a playoff team because he really just had to be in his bag the last couple of games. Last night he didn't score that much, but he was facilitating the whole offense, and I don't know how you're supposed to do that when you're, you know, Norman Powell has to drop 27 for you to be close. That's just not going to win you the game. I'm sorry. And they still only lost by six. <laughs> I agree. Listen, in my eyes right here, I mean, we're still on the Suns and Clippers, right? Sorry. Had a squirrel moment. Yes. Yes, we are. Okay. I mean, at, at the end of the day, the Clippers probably need to go to Kawhi Leonard 
and just say, listen, this was fun while it lasted, but I think you either need to retire or we need to move off you because I think his best days were behind him after Toronto. I don't know if that's true, though. I Because when he plays, he's really fucking good. It's just he doesn't play, dude. But Right. It's like the, you know whole thing we just got done pontificating about for 25 minutes with the white Sox because yeah. half the fucking team isn't available but they're good when they're available and yeah right? I, guess, I don't even know if he's in in-season shape because he hasn't played enough games in the season like, i don't think that guy's been in shape since he won a championship and got paid a bag let's yeah. face it he almost single-handedly won a championship for toronto and then he did because he was at his height he was at his pinnacle who's to say what he could have done if he stayed in san antonio that's what's even more fucked up about this sucks, whole thing. I don't, I don't now know. they suck, but Pop know. had the ability to build around him for his entire career. That would have been a lot different. Yeah. No, right? I mean, it's a mess. It is a mess. The Clippers I, are like the White Sox of, of the NBA. Really? I mean, the Clippers are making playoff series. Yeah, I know, I but more more so it's just like expectations and reality are always no. far away from each other. The, the guy who also owns the team... That plays in Chicago as well for basketball. That's the biggest parallel you could draw. We've talked you're about right. that quite a bit. That might be too so, easy, but you're damn right. It's too easy peasy. Now, <laughs> the Suns, though, will move on. And do the Suns play the Nuggets now? The Suns will play the Denver Nuggets, yes. Ooh. So Man. good luck to the Nuggets. Jokic didn't have a great, like, I guess he didn't really need to have a great series um, no. against the Timberwolves because everybody else kind of took care of it. Um, Jokic is really going to have to show up and show out against DeAndre Ayton because that's the biggest mismatch, at least from ability level, because the Suns are that good. Um, but, I mean, like, when you're you're matching up MPJ and KD, like, I know who I'm taking there. Like, Booker, like who's gonna guard Booker? Like is Jamal Murray gonna guard Booker? I don't really think so. I mean, they're a really good team. It's just I've said this a couple times. It's like the NBA playoffs is about players and the regular season is about teams, in my opinion. And when those players can go off, you're looking at a different scenario. Like, like again, like you look at the the Suns last night, you got 31 from KD, you got 47 from Devin Booker on 42 minutes, you got 21 from DeAndre, like you flip over to the Clippers and you got Norman Powell dropping 27. Like you, that's not winning basketball at the end of the day. So they're going to have to play good defense. I think they're capable of doing it, but I, this is the spot where the Nuggets lose, man. They lose Vince, in the semis. I'm sorry. Vince, what did I tell you? What? That KD and D book. We're going to figure that shit out. And You're right. It's working. They didn't play a lot in the regular season, but I think they were like 11 and one in the regular season when they did like to come together. You don't even need to figure it out. It's a match made in heaven. It is. I mean, it it is the closest thing to Kobe having, like, you know, arguably the best shooter to ever play the game. Now, a series that I'm pretty enamored by right now through this entire thing, and I'm not going to give him his time in the sun yet. The Kings and the Warriors series is tied 2-2 Friday I told you. This is going down to the wire. I told you. And we both were like, if this series goes the distance, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. And it is. So it's looking like it's going to go the distance. Vince. The Warriors don't lose at home. And they don't win on the road. (laughs) It's just what they do, dude. There's no like there's so there's a game tonight. So by the time that you're listening to this, there's going to be four games that were already laid on. 
naturally because we're recording it before the game started. Words you don't want to hear from your girlfriend. So, <laughs> true. <laughs> um, so obviously, take it with a grain of salt. The Knicks are playing the Cavs right now. The Knicks are up. Uh, what is it? Four, five, seven right now at the end of the first. So we'll get to them in a moment. But the the Warriors don't, or they win at home and they don't win it on the road. That's just the way it goes. They're not the they're not the number one seed in this matchup, nor in the playoffs, obviously. So. If that is going to keep happening and they go seven, you got to think Sack's going to win it. But also, De'Aaron Fox fractured his left index finger. He's a lefty, so that's on a shooting hand. And he was listed as doubtful, but I I think he might be going tonight, unless I'm incorrect. I mean, you could totally ease the pain with some topical pain. On a shooting hand, yeah, it might make things a little goofy, but I think him being on He's the playing. court, even as a distraction, is better than him not being on the court in general. Yeah, and he could still drive, um, but they're going to obviously, he's going to favor the right side, so they're obviously going to do their switch D over there, which is going to obviously affect his play. Um, so you're expecting, him, yeah, and you're expecting big games from their other guys. I mean, like you, you want to see Sabonis come out and have a really good game, especially when they're back at home, especially when they're lighting the beam. And one of the biggest things that I took away from it too, um, outside of Keegan Murray dropping 23 shot to the man, um, they lost by one point the other day. I was watching the end of this game with my brother. Um, it was set up. So like Cinderella story, like ask you get Harrison Barnes, Barnes in the corner, wide open three wide open. Harrison Barnes, as we remember, was on the Warriors team when they won their first championship. They won a ton after that. Um, it was like uh, Harrison Barnes shoved it in their face, put that ball on the hoop and end the game and just clunked it. And it was like, damn it. <laughs> like if it was at if it was in Sacramento, I think it would have went in one. But I also think this is a little bit of motivation for that team. Like, hey, we should have taken one on the road and we didn't take care of business. Like, let's let's win the next two and call it a day. So I'm really obviously rooting for the for the Kings here. I'm not going to, you know, I'm obviously not going to root for the Warriors here. Um, the playoff experience for the Warriors is going to help them out for sure, um, especially oh, yeah. if you get down to seven. But and they're done that again. They just don't. They haven't won away this year. They haven't won at all. Like they, they I think they won eleven games away. Like we were talking about last week. Well, they just don't. Don't win. Good, on the good news. Good news for the Warriors. If they do lose tonight, they can bring it back on home. But if the game seven is forced, that's away. So yeah, it's going gonna to be pretty nuts, man. I, I'm looking forward to it like Me wholeheartedly. Too. I think it's going to be a wonderful series to watch all late games. So you got to stay up for it. But at the end of the day, the battle for North, is, North Carolina or North California. Battle for North Carolina. <laughs> I was watching Civil War documentaries yesterday, so I oh, think it's just you? in my head. Oh, yeah, dude. I wow, love that. That's so snoozy. Well, FLC you know, <laughs> to stay on the West, and we'll wrap it up with this guy. So I wasn't very high on LeBron you James finding his way out of <laughs> the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Not saying that it's over because it's never over, right? Yeah. I think teams are 238 and 7 if they're 3 at 1 in the series in the first well, round. I mean, the Grizzlies have a chance to redeem themselves tonight. They're playing at home. Yeah. Could be something, right? So you never know. Maybe. Uh, First thing I need to say is Dylan Brooks is annoying as shit. Um, he has obviously been in his share of antics this year, and villains are fun, and I'm a big fan of it, and he plays the villain. I get it. Um, 
ball taps, stop hitting people in the balls. If you hit LeBron in the balls, you're obviously going to get a foul. There's no way around that. Um, he gave him a vanilla nut tap. Yeah. And then a couple times this last game too. So <laughs> it's kind of just like, all right, chill out wow. with that. Um, my issue is that he came out first off. He hasn't had interviews the last two games. He declined to talk to the media, which is like, all right, if you want to talk all this shit, you got to walk and talk my guy. Um, and then the second thing is, is he said that the media is villainizing him. And to that, I say, reap what you sow, buddy. Like he's the one that did this. He did this to himself. Like he was asking to be the villain. He was like the out front leader. Like, Draymond knows his role, so I respect that a little bit more. But if you're looking at Dylan Brooks now, he's just like, "Why are you guys making it out to make me make me seem mad?" It's like the it's the Kyrie Irving play almost, where it's just like, "Dude, you've been like yeah. kind of talking shit every single Crying game. Shit like, what, like, what do you expect here?" So oh, he yeah. should he should lean into it. I think this is a bad road for him to go down. And then also the last game that they played was like, he shouldn't shoot that much. I think that's the biggest takeaway from this is like they were playing him with so many minutes. He scored 11 points and he was just chucking up shots from everywhere. And he thought he was John is Morant it, out of nowhere. He's not. Is it, is it fair to say that John Morant leaving this team at the time he did, regardless of how well they did, did hurt them long term? Because I don't know about that. that opportunity to truly mesh as a team and make that run together. I think no, because they, I mean, because they still God ended didn't up. have a very good game last week. I mean, no. not good at all. He, they stayed in the two seed. They played well without him for sure. Um, I think it, I think it's different in the playoffs, man. And I don't think that they've done a lot to prove themselves in the playoffs yet. And I know they're a good team. We see this all the time. One seeds end up going down. I mean, on the other side of the coin, we're going to talk about it in the moment, but the Bucks heat, like here up three, one on a one seed right now. So like called it. It's not out of it's not out of this world that it's happening. I don't think that had a lot to do with it. I do think distractions do affect it. So I'm not going to say there's a zero percent chance, but to me, it's kind of just like you're looking at a team that won a fake championship a couple years ago, so they have that gusto in them. Um, and you're looking at another team that's young, and I don't know if Jaws that full leader yet that you're looking for because obviously this year we had some issues with that. So I don't know. And I'm also not saying it's over, but I'm saying it's basically over. Well, right now, though, if you look at each series, if if I was to tell you at this stage of the game, by the end of April, the Knicks were looking like they were going to win their series Crazy. and the Lakers were going to beat, you know, the Grizzlies and theirs right. and then the Heat were going to beat the Bucks. Yeah. If I told you that sometime in, you know, March, you'd look at me and you'd go, you're fucking stupid. Remember when they dropped Pat Bev and Russell Westbrook and ended up pulling other guys in after that? And then we were like, well, the Lakers are fucking mess. And I was like, at least the Bulls aren't the Lakers. Well, look at them now. Well, a lot of it, okay, let's face it, you know, regardless of how much I rip on him, the guy yep. still is top five, right? Okay, so you, you can't he had a game the other day. Yeah, he had a game and D'Angelo Russell looks like he's playing really well now. And, you know, um, oh, my God, the brow is playing like he should finally, yeah. finally. LeBron went you know, a 20, 20 double double. He went 20 rebounds and 22 points last game. <laughs> Well, it's crazy. Once again, I don't know if they'll get out of the second round, but it's looking pretty convincing right now that they're going to make it out of the first. So, yeah. And then, you know, it's them versus sack or them versus Golden State. Like, I I don't think those are like if they went against Phoenix, I would have been like, hey, it's game over. But if they're going against 
Sacramento or Golden State, I don't think it's impossible that they lose it. Yeah, I think it kind of is. Yeah, I mean, I'm I not, I'm not going full ESPN. I'm not going full ESPN. I'm not even going to take them, but I don't think there's like it's net zero chance, you know. I mean, there's never a net zero right. chance. Right, right. There's you know, always, yeah, you get what I'm saying. there's always angels in the outfield. It could happen. But if we look at this series, like subjectively, chances are the Lakers at this stage of the game, unless, I mean, granted, we have seen 3-1 comebacks in the past. Not saying it's out of bounds, but it's highly unlikely. Yeah, we've seen it seven times in like 250 chances. Here, Vince, so. here's the perfect <laughs> scenario. Are you ready? I guess. The Cavs come back from their 3-1. No way. The Lakers <laughs> win. And the Cavs just go on a fucking stretch through the East to make oh. it to the championship to play LeBron and the Lakers. Oh, the, the NBA LeBron led Lakers in a true non-COVID championship. Yeah, the NBA would bust their Dockers, dude. It'd be game oh, over. Oh man, just yeah, all over the pantaloons. Yeah, it was not going to happen, one. but that'd be fun. No, totally <laughs> not going to happen. But let's transition to the East. Yep. Um, if we look at right now, I can't believe the Knicks. Tibbs is doing what Tibbs does. I'm kind of yeah. like jumping on the bad wagon. I didn't think it would be this far ahead, but I was still indifferent on it. I, I wasn't don't... like the Cavs have it done. Yeah, I, w- I was expecting the Cavs to take it for sure. Um, but I mean, it is a four or five seed matchup, so they're closer than they are. Knicks have been a surprise team all year. I'm expecting the other shoe to drop with the Tibbs team like it always does. But, I mean, hey, run it. Keep running it, boys. Uh, they're up 3-1 three, three, in the series right now. They're up in the game right now. So there's a decent chance when you're listening to this, the New York Knicks are in the conference semifinals. Uh, I would say it's probably likely at this point. Cause I would say this. They're 3-1, they're and they're playing at home to close it out in New York. Like, that's got to be crazy. At and right now the score is 47-33. to 33. Yeah. So by the end of this game, unless there's a big flip, who knows what the Cavs are going to be able to pull yeah. up. But the Knicks it's always are possible. rolling they got right now. On that team. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. But I'm just saying. Oh, there you have it. 11-point yeah. lead right now. Still pretty aggressive. And then if we flip over, and I know we touched on it briefly, but the Heat right now. Jimmy oh, Butler. Jimmy I will say this time and time and again. the B stands for buckets. <laughs> if you're Stacey listening King, to this show. And you're a Chicago Bulls fan. You should feel some sort of way about the fact that they just let this guy go for Zach Levine in a basketball. Because at the end of the day, we have missed the mark with Zach Levine. He's a fucking prima donna. Jimmy. You're a hater. What? (laughs) Zach Levine is an all-star. Zach Levine's not the issue. Zach Levine is not Jimmy Butler. That's, yeah, for sure. That's why we got Zach Levine and a draft pick. Okay, the most and what do we do with the draft of, of the league? You got Laurie Markinen, man. Oh man, who does he play for now? Not the Bulls, but that was on exactly. the Bulls. That's not on Zach Levine. <laughs> you can't right. blame him for that. I'm not blaming Zach Levine. I'm blaming the fucking Bulls, Vince. He it all should. goes back to the Jerry Reinsdorf led fucking piece of shit organization that is the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Okay. I get on it because it's such nonsense to me that you had the guy that fit the attitude that you want in this city, a. B, a guy who shoots the lights out, can create his own shot also. And then not only that, outplays everybody on the team and is an unselfish, true superstar. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. That I doesn't mean, fucking exist anymore today, and he's probably the last of his kind. Yeah. I mean, we get reminded that all the time, and Giannis is like that as well. But just so you guys know, if you didn't see it, Jimmy Butler drops 56 on the Bucks at home in Miami. 
that's what top five ever in playoff points. I think Jordan's got the record with 63 right now. So he wasn't too far (laughs) away from that anyway. Um, Yeah. This eight team, this playoff team or this play in team right now is taking the bold of the horns with the Milwaukee bucks right now. Um, There's a chance that you're listening to this right now and the Miami heater in the semifinals. So we might be looking at truly, we might truly be looking at a New York Knicks Miami heat matchup. That's, if that isn't the 90s, early 2000s, I don't know what is. Vince, Vince, you hear what I said? No. You hear what I said? I said I said that you you, you meant you got to take the deer by the horns because because it's a buck. Oh, right? <laughs> ha-ha. <laughs> Put right. on the Paulie Walnuts voice for that. <laughs> you got to. <laughs> okay. Continuing, uh, the Celtics and Hawks. Yeah. Right now, I mean, tomorrow night will be a deciding game. I mean, the yep. Hawks could, in theory, tie it. Trey Young, man, he he He's had a Jimmy Butler-type night, but it was, just, it was later in the game, so he didn't score as much. But Celtics lose by two to the Hawks yesterday. Uh, Trey Young dropping 38. Most of his points come in the fourth quarter. The Hawks end up scoring 37 in the fourth to take it against them. Uh, not what you want to see if you're the Celtics. You'd rather do this now than later on in the playoffs, but... Oh. This is my championship team right now, the Boston Celtics. That's in my head, at least. So this is a touch concerning. You can't let guys like that go off. But again, Trey Young is as hot and cold as it comes. So he can also come in next game and score 15 and shoot the ball 40 times. So I don't know. Um, All they need to do is just take care of business tomorrow and be done with it. Or tonight, if you're listening to it tonight. Yeah, I think the Celtics are moving on. So let's get this straight. Yep. Right. If the Hawks lose against the Celtics uh-huh. and the Heat beat the Bucks, the the Celtics and the Heat play in the next round. Is that no. correct? Okay. No. Who would play based the next on seeding? It's uh, so it's one the the top of the bracket basically is one and eight. And Plays four the and bottom five. of the bracket. Right. Right. So you're gonna look at it's gonna be Milwaukee and Miami versus the winner of Cleveland and New York. Got it. And then okay. yeah, you're gonna get the. Philly, Brooklyn, and then Boston, Atlanta. So it's probably going to be Philly, Atlanta, Miami, New York. Hmm. Okay. You heard it here first. I'm digging it. What's your we'll prediction see. as of right now? I think that is what happens the next round. I think that's pretty okay. easy to call it. Um, it's impossible to come back from the 3-1. You'd be dumb to put, call it the other way. It'd be more fun, but it'd be impossible to call it. But, yeah, I like uh, – I like Celtics Suns, and I think the Celtics are going to take it anyway. So that's that's what really? I've been sitting on for a while. Yeah, their squad, God squad, they got to win it. But again, I don't like picking teams that were second place last year because that usually doesn't happen either. So I could be more than wrong. See, I got a I got a sneaky feeling about this Heat team right now that they're going to take it the From distance. I'm telling you. If there's anybody to do it, it's Jimmy Butler. He needs and more And people support. might look at me like I'm fucking crazy, but I think you're... you are. He needs more support to get through I that. Mean, like he's, you got to remember, he's got three more series to play. Like he might just combust. Yeah. Because if you but look I at mean, that game, like I know he scored a lot, but he was the only one. He was the only one that was scoring. <laughs> it's true, but Bam is still. I mean, he's a guy. Ah, uh, not in this year. He hasn't been very good. I mean. He what fifteen eight and two last game pretty decent. Struess puts up zero um, in seventeen minutes, and you got to get more from him. Like Duncan Robinson plays thirty and puts up nine. Like you gotta, 
you got to expect something. Maybe Gabe, Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin can come through and do something. Kyle Lowry's lost it. He can't score anymore. So, you, I mean, it lives and dies with Jimmy B, and it's got to see how long he's going to actually actually go through and do it because it's that is a lot on your legs, man. I mean, if you remember him on Tibbs, like he was running like two miles a game. He's doing that on yeah, the heat he right was. now. Eventually, you're going to just combust. <laughs> like You can't do you that all the time. We'll see. Hey, everybody thought LeBron wouldn't be where he is, and look at where we are. Yep, and that's He's steroids, away, baby. Right? <laughs> HGH or something. It's all the peptides, right? It's the peptides they yeah. say. It's, it's, it's the peptides. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna roll with the. It's the half peptides. steroids. It's half steroids, and and <laughs> okay, we're, I don't even think we need to talk about the fact that the 76ers were gonna beat the Nets. Yeah, we knew that. Oh, we can't forget it, Vince. Okay. The Ben Simmons tweet that oh, you sent yeah. me last weekend. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, ben Simmons tweeted. I'm paraphrasing because I got to go back and find it. But I sent it to Mike and it was super funny. He tweeted when uh, he was on the Sixers and they got swept. And he's like, I hate seeing a team that I'm on get swept. I sent that to Mike. Uh, it doesn't show the date on it when I sent it to him. And he was just like, oh, fuck off. When he answered no. Like, so Vince yeah. sent me this Saturday. Yep. And it's per Ben Simmons watching my team get swept hurt. And I don't ever want to feel that way again. Yeah. My, my only response was fuck him. And that's it. That's all I got. Now I sent Vince something also the other day about Colin Coward Mm -hmm. telling LeBron James, this is now probably four or five years ago. So it's probably close to when the herd kind of first started. And he said that LeBron James, you can retire now. I prefer to watch Ben Simmons. He's so insufferable. That I think is the only time in my life where I'm like, I'd much rather watch LeBron James. There's, there's a certain subsection of hell for me. And if, if, you know, Satan's listening, it's (laughs) Colin Coward takes Shannon Sharp's spot against Skip Bayless. And they just oh, yell at each other. Wow. I would just sit there and I'd be like, wow. and then like, I, I can't speak. I just, I'm just strapped down watching him do that for every minute of every day for the rest of eternity. She's going to be like the taxi squad. Hell is uh turtles on the South side. <laughs> on a turtles busy on the Saturday. South side. And a, it's a Colin Coward and skip Bayless. led debate about how the James Shields show. trade was smart. <laughs> And it's on loop. It's on loop uh, all day, 24 hours. And every half hour, we have to take a shot of Malort. And it and, doesn't affect you. It just tastes bad. <laughs> yeah, right. It doesn't get you drunk. It just tastes bad. And we just have to sit at that bar. And that's it. And if you don't know what Turtles is, it's the only Southside bar that's worth a shit. It's awesome, but it's packed on game day. But go. If you're, if you're in it's Chicago, only- if you're you listening kinda- from out of, out of Chicago, like, yeah, go there and before the game, get the whole experience. That's the thing. The South Side, and we rip on them because they're fucking bad, but the game experience is a blast. The fans are a blast. All that's amazing, and that's kind of why it pisses us off more than anything because we're committed to the team, and they are not committed to us. So, But it's so the stadium true. is fun as fuck. Yeah, no, it's a great time. Hey, our food's good. Can't play right field. Great. Though. Right. Anyways, uh, Vince, um, there was a sad day in the XFL. Yeah. This past weekend, Sorry, um, buddy, it's OK. You know, I mean, even though the D.C. defenders were, in fact, my team that was chosen for me, there was always going to be a soft spot in my hat. 
um, for a hat. good friend of the show <laughs> who is a battle cock hawk fan. <laughs> and <Excuse me? laughs> they lost. They lost, right? AJ McCarron. No, they they won against your defenders. Yeah. No, your roughness. No. Fuck. Come on. That one. Come on. Anyways. <laughs> which which team did they play? Anyway. Played the Guardians. They, they played the them. Guardians and they smoked them, but yep. they didn't win by enough. Right. So they gave up 28 points once again to the Guardians who score a lot but can't play defense. They can't play defense. Yeah. <laughs> and if year. it shows anything, the um yeah, the Battlecocks Hawks could not play defense at all. Yeah. Not very good at that side of the Sea Dragons move on. Seattle's yep. moving on. Uh the good thing about the XFL is there's two weeks and then it's done. So you're looking right. at the South Division versus North Division right now. The winners of that moves on to the championship. Voila, it's done. I, th- I like the way that they ran this season this year. Um, I was more intrigued with it. I mean, this definitely helped. So maybe if you guys are the same, if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, uh, I didn't know anything about the XFL. And now I only know a little bit about it. That's kind of where I'm at as well. Um, but yeah, this is DC's championship to win. I expect them to win it. Uh, if they don't win, it's going to be a big surprise. So Vince, yeah. How about <laughs> so the XFL championship game is the weekend after Cinco de Mayo? Yes. So Saturday, May thirteenth. What if the Taxi Squad podcast live streams the championship? Watch them from somewhere. That'd be electric. <laughs> that'd, that'd be electric. Hysterical. I got to make sure I don't have anything that day, but that'd be electric. Oh yeah, Vince. Game. Vince is muy popular for anybody busy. listening to it's this. He's a busy guy. It's not even you know? popular. It's the same fucking people. It's just over and over again. <laughs> it's just on loop. Everybody wants to hang out with your guy. I don't Everybody know Everybody wants you. a piece of the V. Anyways. Hmm. Me too, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, it's going to go probably, to your point, it's probably going to go down to the Defenders and the Renegades, if I had to guess it. But time will tell. Time will tell. Time will tell. Well, everybody, it's the time you have been waiting for. NFL slash draft talk. What an epic week this has been. I am so grateful to the New York Jets franchise. I would like to state that right here, right now. Thank you for taking the bad man away because he never needs to be seen in these parts again. Ever again. He's gone. Goodbye, the Aaron Rodgers. Dead. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, he's seen us on Twitter. He's seen us on Instagram. We're Fuck obviously off, excited that. about that shit. Get out of anywhere near our zip code. Get out of Dodge. Um, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is gone. The package yes. was just about what we kind of expected. They're swapping their pick this year. If uh, Aaron Rodgers plays sixty-five percent of the snaps this year, then they end up getting another pick next year to the Packers. Which I don't know. Well, I assume that's going to happen. Um, I think it's good for the Jets. I think they were one piece away. We'll see how it all ends up working out and we'll see how Aaron reacts to the New York media because it's worse than the Green Bay one. I hope he knows that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, their whole team is set up to have a good quarterback. They're going to keep Zach Wilson. I guess they're going to hope that he learns something from Aaron. I don't know if that's going to fucking happen. Um, but now it's Jordan Love season. And I was at work yesterday, and people were talking about it. A couple of Packers fans were like, hey, you know, if Jordan Love becomes a Hall of Famer, I'm just going to absolutely freak out. And I'm like, dude, you guys don't even know what it feels like to not have a Hall of Fame quarterback. I just really hope he's not. Really I do. I, I think he's 
undoubtedly a Hall of Famer. I mean, Jordan no Love? Question. No, Jordan Love? No. Well, that's what I was saying. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is oh, tough. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Jordan yeah. Love, I, I believe it's now their time to understand what it's like yeah. to go through a smidge, just a smidge of a downturn because so you've had almost 30 straight years of just outstanding quarterback play. Even Matt Flynn was a dog. That was stupid. Matt Flynn would let's okay, let's Do you not. remember that fucking game? He threw like 390 that yards, he one broke a Packers game, record. And then he got signed by the Seahawks and his <laughs> yeah. job got taken by Russ, right? That's what Let, I'm saying that, though. That's Russ what I'm cooked. saying though. It's like Mr. literally Unlimited. everybody. It's magic. It's magic there. Unlimited. Mr. Now, Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited. Now, I mean, Matt Flynn was truly limited. I believe Jordan Love is limited. Uh, I think he had well, but he had a pretty good game against the Eagles last year, subbing in for Rodgers, right? Didn't have a full week of practice, probably was just going off the script. Threw a touchdown pass in that game, so you can't say he's the worst thing that ever happened. Now, it's just really going to depend on how they draft, right? Yeah. Now, I think the biggest kick in the nuts would be if they draft a wide receiver in the yeah. first round this year, the one thing that they would never do for Rogers. A lot that of people are saying JSN to the Packers is already shipped and ready to go. So yeah, <laughs> that that's if he lasts that long. Yeah, that's really what it is. That's if he lasts that Will long. Will he be at, what are they, 14? Will he be at 14? Who knows? No, now they have the 13th pick, Vince. 13, right. Because they swapped picks with the Jets. Uh, yeah, I was, it was 15. 14 or 13. I couldn't remember. So for anybody who saw the 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 hall, basically, um, Aaron Rodgers went to the Jets. They swapped first-round picks this year. They gave up a second-round pick, meaning the Jets. Next year, if he plays 65% of the snaps, meaning Aaron Rodgers, they get a first-round draft pick, yep. which would be, in fact, conditional. And then they also gave up next year's second-round draft pick. I think now, it was a fair package. Yeah, is it though? Because all right, if Aaron Rodgers hypothetically comes out this year, he even said in his press conference today, I was retired, you know, I was retired. Right. But then he came out of his darkness retreat like the Such fucking drama queen ass. that he is. Yeah. And then one thing leads to another and he found a newfound love and he wanted, knew he needed to be here and blah, 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 blah. Right. Right. So I say at the first sign of trouble, this dude next year, gone. Like retired? Done. I think he plays two years. I think, think they have a, I think they have a pretty decent year. I think he goes the Favre route. I don't think he's going to the Vikings after it, but. Kirk Cousins is kind of setting it up to be that way after this contract retire expires, <laughs> which would be crazy. Um, but no, I think he does have. I think he has two years with the Jets here. I think they try to get Wilson on his on his game, and I think they might make the playoffs this year. But again, this is the hardest division in all of football right now, especially now. So he went from an easy one to a hard one. Um, I wouldn't call it the NFC Central easy, I guess, but still. 
I don't or North, excuse me. Um, Did you just I'm say base- the NFC Central? I know I had baseball it's in my head. Killing me, I had bro. baseball in my head. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I just really think that the NFC East. I had AL Central works. and NFC North in my head. I was mixing it. Can two I get together. the NFL and all NFC right? Do you Central, say everything please? perfect, Mike? Mister Fucking Brian McCann. Oh, this episode, no, you made a mistake. <laughs> Brian McCann. This episode, um, no, but either way, I, I, I think they're gonna have a good year. I don't expect them to be any any other way they were really good last year they just didn't have a quarterback and now look at us hey don't forget david gart is on the saints right so derek <laughs> derek michael i know i did I it know. on purpose i know you anyways did. god damn it <laughs> anyways <laughs> anyways yep. what i would say is that if he does play the full-blown two years then the trade was in fact worth it now in your eyes is there a possible way that the Jets can make it to a Super Bowl in the next two seasons when they have to play Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, Pat Mahomes. I mean, the list goes Joey B, Josh Allen. The list just goes on right. and on and on and on and on and on. And on. Uh, it's not likely. I don't but it's see it more, happening at all. It's more likely now than it was. Yeah, I, I don't know. Because you remember how good they were last year before everything went downhill. Um, no, I don't say it's likely. I don't think it's likely for any team to make the Super Bowl, honestly, besides the Chiefs. So I like their odds more now. I don't think it's probable, but I think their window is now. So if you're going to do something, you might as well do it now. Um, I think they're smart to take this risk right now just because – Zach Wilson, so obviously not a guy. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. We'll he's gonna see what that, ends up he, happening. He's going to make his life hell, though. You know, just just listen to him. He's gonna yeah, make he's probably just going to be, like, annoying him. <laughs> he's not even going like, to make it make it hell like that. He's just going to be really annoying for a while. Although, he did say that Aaron Rodgers was, like, his hero growing up. Yeah, I think they have a nice so, relationship, too, is what I'm seeing. But also, Aaron Rodgers liked that tweet yesterday of the picture mm. of Zach Zach Wilson saying it's going to give him hell. Aaron Rodgers liked that on Twitter. So he's ready for a battle, but obviously he's getting the start. I mean, you got to get the competitive juices flowing somehow. True. I guess I could see that, right? It's like the Brady thing or the MJ thing where they just make shit up just to, you know, motivate Yeah, them. just just to make themselves, like, in their own head, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Tom used to do that shit all the time. But I do believe that they'll have a pretty solid shot of winning that division. Yeah, I mean, I think the Patriots come in last, and I love that. I don't love that. We'll get into it here You don't. You like the Pats, though. I don't like the Pats at all. I got got some interesting thought process for the Pats. And, 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 you know, let's kind of get into some draft notes because we're moving towards a fun direction here, people. So buckle up your fucking bootstraps. Now, the draft, as we know, is coming up today. It is one of the most exciting days that you could watch outside of the real NFL season. It's great because your team has hope right now. Yeah. You, you can have guy. some hope. He'll be amazing. Everybody's going to love him. He's going to be the next guy on your team. You know, one year later, you might hate him. But it right now, could, you like him. It could transform the team that you are rooting for week in, week out, right? So it's always an exciting time. There's always a lot of hub. There's always a lot of speculation. There's always a lot of predictions. And usually, maybe 10% of them are correct. Right. So... 
Let's kind of go into some hypotheticals, shall we? Shall we? All right. So right now, it is alleged, allegedly, C.J. Stroud is falling down draft boards because of his cognitive S2 score, right? So they used to do the wonder lick in the NFL, and I watched a whole and read a whole article on this the other day about how now they have moved off the wonder lick test, which is more of an IQ-based test, and took four minutes to answer, right? Ah, this one's reactionary, right? Right. So this is more reactionary. It's kind of VR. It shows that like, oh, well, if this situation would happen or if this situation would happen, it's almost like reaction times. Right. So if all of that is being brought into, um, they said CJ Stroud actually had the lowest score of any quarterback in this draft at 18. Right. Now, to give that some perspective, Bryce Young Okay, scored in the high 80s. So they're saying, oh, he scored in the high 90s. Yeah. Sorry, I misread that. No, insane. (laughs) Well, to the point, but how much are we going to bank on that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was reading about this too. There was, so one of the guys that like administers a test or whatever, he said, if someone scores high on this, they're not a given to be a really good quarterback. But if someone scores low on it, they they are shown to not be good. Like, so I think that's where the concern is. But I wouldn't put a lot of stock into this because reading a defense and like being like, "Hey, two bugs are flying in the air. Which one's taller?" Like, you know, like shit like that, where it's just like giving you like, a, "Oh, what's your split reaction to this?" I don't know if they necessarily go hand in hand. Maybe they do. I obviously don't have all the information on that, but I wouldn't let that. I mean, it's going to push a couple teams away, I'm sure, but I wouldn't let that happen. I think CJ Stroud is is a dog. I mean, absolutely. To your point, I mean, if you watch that game against Alabama, not only Alabama, but Georgia, to your point, he looked like a perennial pro bowler. The man looked as if he could play in the NFL tomorrow, played arguably the best defense in all of college football. And who's to say if Harrison doesn't get hurt that he doesn't take it to the next level? The whole world, the whole world had him going one for like months until like a couple weeks ago. So <laughs> it's like the talent's obviously there. Um, absolutely electric in big games. Probably should have played the national championship. It would have been a more fun game anyway. Um, oh, so I don't know. I don't I don't want to take a lot of stock in it. I think he's a big talent, but I guess we'll see, man, because I don't really know like any other examples of why this wouldn't work, you know? No, I'm with you. I, I believe, though, that right now he's fallen down draft boards, and a lot of people are saying he wouldn't even go to the Texans, who desperately need a quarterback. And now there's even some spec that the Texans might look at trading out of the second pick to the 49ers of all people, or maybe trading the 12, which they do have the 12, reminding everybody the Texans do have the 12th pick in the draft, to go get none other than Trey Lance. Yeah, I heard McShay talk about that too. If it, They're trying to move Trey Lance, which is crazy. So they're going to go with this Purdy-Darnold situation, it seems like. Um, so that would be crazy if they, I mean, C.J. Stroud on that 49ers offense, please. That's football porn if I've ever heard of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, if they drafted up to get Stroud, that might just be the 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 cure to all their ailments. I mean, is that out of bounds to say with that offensive line, all the offensive talent, Debo, I mean, 
Brandon Ayuk, Kittle. What do they end up giving up? They've traded so much of their stock. Like for McCaffrey, too? I mean. Okay, you trade Lance. Your pick this year, maybe next year, just to get up to the second. And then, all right, here's your quarterback. He was a first-round draft pick last year. Yeah, but I mean, where are they? Where are they drafting? I, yeah, I don't know. That's that's a lot to ask for the number two, or that's not enough to ask for for the number two, in my opinion. Because um, I don't even they don't even have a first round pick this year, do they? No, I think you're correct. They they do not because so, they traded it last year. Yeah, so now they're like, all right, <laughs> like what do you want next year's? Like after a while, you're gonna end up like the Rams. But I would like well, to see it. It'd be fun to the see. The Rams but. did in fact win a Super Bowl. I mean. There's the thing. Everybody gets on people for trading all the draft picks, but if you win a Super Bowl, isn't it? Oh, worth you're it? right. You're totally right. It's just, yeah, at some point you're gonna. Isn't it worth it at some point? Now, yeah, I'm just weird at like, okay, so they went to the C.J. Stroud pro day and basically told him to his face, meaning the Panthers. Now we're talking about the first overall pick. Yeah, like, this is hey, McCown for what it's worth, but yeah. But Josh McCowns is going to be their quarterback coach. Right. He's got some say in this whole fucking thing, right? Totally. He basically looked at him and was like, "Yeah, I mean, we we got to look at we got to start looking at houses for you in Charlotte." He was ready to I take mean, him. I mean, that was heard over the NFL airways. Not making that shit up. So, what changed in my? I mean, what changed in your opinion, Vince? It had to be. I would assume interviews, conversations, and and private workouts. That's that's has to be my assumption, um, because it seems consensus now that Bryce Young's going one. Like there's no way he's not. So it had to be that. But it's not like C.J. Stroud has all the intangibles. He's played in big games, kind of similar to the Justin Fields argument. People don't like LSU quarterbacks. It is what it is. But I don't know. I think people are going to make a bad choice here, and I'm willing to get you know, Kuypered right now and be completely wrong about it. But I think he's actually going to be a pretty good quarterback in the NFL. And I don't know. I think people are going to, you know, if the Colts go Levis at four, like they seem like they're going to at this point. I don't know why CJ Stroud would be any worse than Will Levis. I don't think Will Levis is going to be very good. Again, if I get Kuypered, it is what it is. Well, if I had to be a NFL scout tomorrow, which I mean, you and I could totally do the job, but with all that being said, poorly, but yes. No, I mean we. I think we do pretty good. I mean, hey, we couldn't do worse than the Bears did for ten years, right? Real. Very I mean, true. A blind squirrel finds a nut every now and again. Very true. So with all that, I mean, you look at the tape on Levis. Levis really didn't win a big game. Nope. He's sloppy in the pocket. Footwork is dog shit compared to Stroud, who once again, you watch games that he came back from plays the best defense basically in all of college football, which in theory is, I mean, you could argue it could be better than some NFL defenses. I mean, granted the talent pool isn't the same often not, but sometimes I feel like that Georgia team was an NFL defense. I don't care what you say. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. They made TCU who played Michigan the week before look like a, just like a full blown scrimmage game. Yeah. Yeah. Dog water. Absolutely. Dog water. Now Stroud, man, from the pocket, he can put it over the top. He can drop that ball in buckets. I mean, is it fair to say that if Stroud had Jackson Smith and Jigba in the national championship game, or I would call it the closest thing to a national championship game, do you believe that they win that game and go on to the next step? 
I do. I do. I'm kind of with you. I think there's other things too, like within that game, like if a couple things go his way, like I think they win that. Uh, they didn't, obviously. It's revisionist history at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't. I just he feels like a gamer to me, and sometimes you just need a gamer. It's like Jalen Hurts, like that guy just goes out and plays. Like I don't care what it is. And now, you know, he's a what third round, second or third round draft pick, and now look at him. Like there's. There's examples of this happening in the past and even Lamar dropping down the boards and all that stuff. And the, the Kuiper thing was that Jimmy Clausen was going to be a, a 10 year NFL starter. That's what it was. I was trying to think of it. Yeah. Right. Um, but Todd, yeah, it's, Todd, Todd. I like Jimmy Clausen. <laughs> um, Todd, we look at Jamarcus Russell, good in the pocket, greatest arm, greatest overall. Yeah. Since and look Don how that Elway. shit happens. Right. So like, it's, it's such a crap shoot. It just seems like sometimes people over, overdo the whole like because even when i take some of those tests i'm like what the fuck is going on for the first 10 minutes and then i'm like oh god it's almost over like the, those aren't necessarily the best i don't know what the test says but it's not the best um test for like you know intelligence in my opinion it feels like no back to the s2 cognitive you know i don't think that truly outplays it vince what are some of your hot takes for this draft i'm curious some of my hot takes uh I mean, it is the Texans not taking quarterback. That's basically given now. I feel like they're definitely not taking a quarterback, which is crazy to me. Is it, is it surprising you that much, though? I kind of called insane this to like me two because, months ago. Yeah, you did. But like, also, what if they mess around and win four games next year? And they're the fourth the or fifth pick. But I'm just saying, like, if they don't win, if they don't lose, you know, the majority of their games, like if they're not two win team, they're probably not going to be the first pick in the draft this next year. So they're going to be in the same situation. They're not going to get Caleb Williams. Like you're going to be screwed either way. Um, so that was surprising to me because I'm like, that's crazy. Uh, another one is that if teams do move up, let's say the Raiders move up and look for Richardson or if Levis were to fall, which doesn't look likely anymore. Jalen Carter could be there at nine for the bears. I think that's possible. Um, and then also there's a couple of trades that could happen here that could shake it up a lot. I think the Seahawks are maybe interested in a quarterback because that would be the assumption that I would say Jalen Carter would go that number five spot. But after that, you got teams that want quarterbacks or teams that need D backs like the like the Lions. A lot, a lot of people are saying that the Seahawks right now are truly in love with Anthony Richardson, and he would have at least two years to sit behind Geno Smith, learn a system, and then I mean at this point, I think Pete Carroll is going to coach until he's ninety-seven years old. I mean, the guy's damn near 80. It's impressive. He's still uppity. I'll tell you that. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what. I mean, he's still moving, man. I mean, the guy's still kicking ass. I, you can't look at it. Like, last year, what they hit on, like, some obnoxious amount of draft picks, like, I don't know. Like, I think it was, like, like six out of the seven draft picks they had all played and played at a high level. I mean, it was truly impressive. Yeah. So They got that in you, the bag. Right. So, I mean, if they take Richardson at five, they don't got to move. Granted, it would be a surprise. But you look at the number two pick being traded. Don't think for a second that the Raiders wouldn't want C.J. Stroud or maybe a team just maybe like the Colts are like, hey, we really want our guy and whoever their guy is. However, that works, because then the Cardinals at three, they could move out of that pick, too. So there is a proposed theory that if the Texans move out of two, then they would move back to potentially four with the Colts, and then they could still draft either Jalen Carter or Will Anderson Jr. 
which a lot of people are saying it's kind of like a Will Anderson Jr. safest pick in the draft. That's who a lot of people are going to be going for. Yeah. And then the other side of the coin is that Jalen Carter is probably the most talented player in the whole draft. So, but character issues. People but he showed issues. up to his pro day hungover as fuck. Yep. Not only that, all the bullshit that he dealt with outside of the national championship game. I mean, just that alone, I would be like, yeah, no. Right. But don't forget, the same shit happened to Warren Sapp, and we all saw how that ended. Talent so, works out. You know, it's and, and that's the thing, too. You got to have you got to have veterans. You got to have guys that are going to be like, hey, this is what you got to do if you want to be successful. And it, it might light a fire in them. Like people make mistakes. This is a big choice for a team. So I understand the reservation for not wanting to take a guy like that. But also these are college kids. So there's a piece of it that's like you, you got to assume they're going to grow out of it. But sometimes they don't. And I don't know. Uh, defensive interior lineman isn't necessarily the most diva position on the NFL field anyway. So no, I don't know. Really I don't take been. much stock in it. I, I do think he's that talented. Yeah. Oh, I think, like, I it, think it's 100%. not percent. What that it's not or it is. No, I think that 100 percent. It is a game changing position. I no, mean, I'm saying diva. A- Oh, diva. Yeah, yeah. He's not oh. He's not going to OBJ or Jalen Ramsey this shit and start talking all the time. Like, he's. it's going to be like nose to the grindstone type deal. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I like where you're What about you? What I- about your little surprises? All right. There is potential here. And I was just going to go into, let's say, over-unders. So let's okay. go into over-under scenarios. So over-under... We have four quarterbacks taken in the first four picks of the draft. And that can be with trades, whole shot. Or you're going to take the under on that. Easy. Okay. Okay. So you're thinking it's not going to happen. I don't think Richardson or Stroud go in the top four. I believe that there is, if I'm a betting man, I believe that there's a real ability with all the trades and everything. Because look at it. You got... A first overall pick to be a quarterback. It's done deal. Bryce Young, yeah. right? Everybody's saying it. You might as well just pack it in. Great. Somebody's going to want to trade up to two to get their guy, be it the maybe the commanders. Maybe it's the season, baby. Colts. Maybe it's the who knows, right? You never know in this scenario. It could be Tampa. This fuck. I mean, you, you just don't know. Yeah. Could be the sure. Falcons, right? Could be the Tennessee Titans. You think they want Malik the Willis? Titans, the Titans are are sniffing around for sure. I just so don't think some of them you, value those guys in those top five positions. I don't know if they're going to want to jump that high and give up that much. But, you know, it is a quarterback are, in the draft. People will put the money out there. What, do you think the cards are going to stay at three? I think if you're smart, if I'm the Texans or the Cardinals, I move out of those picks and go deeper down and say, hey, come get your quarterback. Let's swap picks, give us some conditional picks next year, or maybe a first-round draft pick next year. Somebody's going to overpay. They always do. Yeah, and it's smart. I mean, honestly, it's like get up there and go do it, and then hopefully you'll have that Will Anderson around that sixth, seventh pick. Some Somebody takes that, another cornerback goes off the board, and it leaves the Bears with you know more options. So I like that. I don't know if it's going to happen, um, but I do think I think probably one of those teams trades out. One of those teams takes Will Anderson, and then we – we call it a wash. So I would say under four because that's okay. every pick. It's a lot to me. It's not I impossible. I mean, it's happened in the past. I know. That's what Teams I'm saying. It's get not goofy. Impossible, but... Trubisky. Think about that. Yeah, I mean, but that was the Bears be... and they're stupid. <laughs> True. Yeah. 
God, looking back, John Lynch just has to laugh his ass off at that entire scenario. Hilarious. It really is funny. I mean, truly comical. It is truly comical. I wonder what the odds are right now on the first two picks, right? Who are those first two going to be? Because Bryce Young, I'm sure that's at negative odds now. Easy. But you look at the second pick. I mean, it's kind of a toss-up. It could be Will Anderson Jr., right? Could if be they don't trade out, it things. will be. But if they do, right. it's going to be. It's probably going to be Stroud. So that's the thing. CJ Stroud could go like eleventh, or he can go second. You know, <laughs> like there's he could go anywhere within that section there. Because if no one wants to take him, then it's like he can really fall down the board. But he could also go two. But it just doesn't seem like teams want him anymore. And I feel like he he feels like used goods, which is all the motivation the guy needs wow. to be that good in the NFL. To to show you Vegas doesn't lie, Bryce Young right now minus two thousand to yeah. be the first overall pick in the draft. It's yeah, Will it's Levis. Will Levis has better odds right now than C.J. Stroud. Yeah, I mean Will Levis Number is going pick. four. I I will I will put bet the house on he's going four, unless the Colts move so? up and pick him earlier. What if they move up and then Will Anderson Jr. can get taken by his team, which in theory would be the Texans. You good. There's a lot of things. Well, Vince, you know what? At the end of the day, yeah. if you're good with it, I think it's that time. It's draft time, baby. All right. Put our GM go. hats on. All right, Put our all GM right. hats on. It's the first overall pick in the draft. Roger Goodell goes to the podium. Vince, who's yeah. he picking? Bryce Young. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> really? Yeah, Mike. What do you have to say okay. about that? What do I have to say about that? Yeah, who who's the number one pick overall? I, I'm going to say Price Young also. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> wow, how mind blowing! Um, also, a caveat yes, to this too: we're not going to we're going to draft as if the teams stay. Obviously, we've talked about trades; it's likely going to happen, but that gets so messy after a while. So we'll talk about the trades. But at the end of the day, the people that we're picking are the teams that are there right now. Yeah, I agree with that statement. I agree. All right, Vince. Texans, second pick of the draft. It's got to be. I mean, it's got to be Will at that point. Um, if they're not going to take a quarterback and it doesn't seem like they are, you got to put Will Anderson in there. It's going to be Will Anderson. Uh huh. All right. All right. Regardless of what anybody says, I'm going CJ Stroud to the Texans. We'll see. Okay. I like it. I, it, do, it just doesn't feel like they're going to pick one. I think they need a quarterback. I think they it's one of really the best do. needs, regardless of the trades, regardless of what we all talked about. That's what I feel. I think we got two quarterbacks, one, two. Regardless of who's there, that's just the gut. I just think these are the two best quarterbacks in the draft, and you'd be stupid not to take them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're right. I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's just this, the C.J. Stroud stuff is really Todd, 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 Todd. You look <laughs> at a guy like C.J. Stroud, two years of starter at Ohio State University, following up Justin Fields. Ryan Day gives him the most glowing recommendation, drops the ball in the bucket, smooth in the pocket. Second pick in the draft. I like it. All right. Arizona Cardinals, who are they taking? Oh, this one's interesting. Um... Because it could think, go either way. They could stay right there. They could. If they if they don't get Will Anderson, they're in a weird spot. Um, Once again, no hypotheticals. Who are the Arizona right. Cardinals taking in this draft? I mean, they need an offensive lineman. 
part of me wants to go to the tackle, and this seems like a high pick, but I would almost put Paris there if they want a big lineman. Whoa. Paris Johnson going three. Will that probably wow. happen? No. In my draft, yeah, it happens. Who do you got? With the third pick in the Taxi Squad mock draft, the Arizona Cardinals take Will Anderson Jr. Oh, because he took a quarterback at two. See, Todd, 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 Will Anderson Jr., defensive leader of that Alabama defense for a total of three years, playing a national championship game, true leader of men, going to come in and make an immediate difference. like the pick. I like the pick. Like the pick. Okay. Four. Indy. Colts are now at four. Means to an end. Will Levis goes there. Same colors. He's happy. They get their boy. That's what it is. I agree with that. Okay. Fifth pick in the draft. We have none other than the Seattle Seahawks. And, and this gets interesting. With the fifth pick. This with gets the fifth interesting. Pick, the Taxi Squad mock draft, year number three. Vince, who you take? I think I think the Seahawks want an edge rusher. Um, obviously, Will Anderson comes out of there playing that outside linebacker edge rush. There's a lot of talk about this man. Give me Tyree Wilson going five to the Seahawks. Todd, 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 <laughs> Tyree Wilson, three-year starter out of Texas Tech, bends the edge, bends the edge, has a wonderful get-off-the-ball, knows what he's doing, knows how to get to the quarterback, physical freak, great pick, great pick, great pick. All right. With the fifth pick in the NFL taxi squad draft, the Seahawks take Jalen Carter. There's there's no two bones about it. It's happening. I think it's likely. But not a hundred percent. So that's what kind of why really? I took that edge. I think, yeah, I don't, I don't know unless they unless they really want the guy. Because also they like they like Anthony Richardson too. So who knows? I mean, nobody truly knows, right? No but knows. I do believe I I do believe there is a high chance that it's there, man. I mean, Jalen Carter. I I don't see I don't see he, Pete giving that guy up. I just don't see it. He feels Seahawks to me too. I would not be surprised to see that happen. If there's anybody to turn up his off the field nonsense, it's Pete. It's pistol. Yeah. Right. No doubt about it. It's gotta be. No doubt about it. He's just got a a guy that has control of the locker room. No doubt. All right. Lions. Lions. Lions need a defensive back. Lions need a defensive back. There's been a lot of rumbling about this. He's moved up draft boards. I'm putting Devin Witherspoon, cornerback, Illinois, to the Lions at six. Ooh. This is an interesting one for me. Because they just went out this past offseason. They traded Okuda, right? They Mm -hmm. got rid of him for a fifth-round draft pick. So they did sign a fair amount of quarterback corner back talent and quote and then not only that but also have a need for an extra wide receiver yeah and i believe that if you look at him on paper i don't know if you could pass him up because jared goff let's face it has his deficiencies he has protections but he only has one weapon right so i believe with the sixth pick in the taxi squad mock draft the Lions take Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think that's high for him. 
I don't think that's high at all. He's the best receiver in the draft, and they need him. I agree. I just I don't know if he's going top ten. I just don't think teams have him evaluated that high. But what the fuck do I know? Never know. (laughs) What do we know? What do we know? Nothing. You just absolutely nothing. Okay, Vince, with the seventh pick. (laughs) Seventh pick. With the seventh pick. I've gotten two quarterbacks off the board right now. I'm going with the third one. I think that the Raiders are going to pick a young guy. They have Jimmy G right now, but they'd like to switch it around. This is where I think CJ Stroud ends up going. Number seven to the Raiders. Okay. Okay. Todd, Todd, Todd. Very good pick. CJ Stroud once again goes to the Raiders. <laughs> was going to go to the Texas. Doesn't go to the Texas. Traded to the Raiders. Very good pick. Very good pick. Now, see, here's where we defer. I do believe that the Raiders take a quarterback here, but it's not going to be C.J. Stroud. Hey, Rich. I got Anthony Anthony Richardson going to the Raiders, learning under Jimmy G, having time to play the game. There we go. And then he's in a true system. And then not only on top of that, but what McDaniel could do with that. Come on. You got a taste of what he did with Cam. Imagine what he would do with that. I like it. I could see right. it. Obviously, okay. I could see it. Quarterback to the fucking Raiders. Quarterback to the Raiders. Now, Falcons at eight in the taxi squad mock draft. Vince, who are they taking? Some say the most talented defensive back in this draft. I think the Falcons Ooh. go defensive back again. Um, I think Christian Gonzalez wow. out of Oregon. Moves from the West Coast to the East Coast and goes to the Falcons. Wow. That's truly impressive. Beef up that D, dude. Beef up that D. Interesting thought process, if I say so myself. Now, Vince. They like Desmond, man. They like the Ritter. You think they like Ritter that much? That seems like it. Or at least going to give him a shot. You think so? I think so. Okay. See, I disagree. I don't think Ritter is that guy there. I don't think he right? is either. I think they think he is. But at this stage of the game, right, with with Bryce Young off the board, C.J. Stroud off the board. Levis off the board as well. Who's that? Levis off the board as well. Levis off the board. So every quarterback at this stage of the game is off the board. Not for and me, then you're, except for A. Rich. I mean, A. Rich, dude, he has the potential in Oakland to be the best version of himself. And I think a lot of people are missing that, especially these draft experts. And as much as you'd want to say, right, that, oh, well, maybe, just maybe he'd be best, you know, in the top four, I don't see that. Because nobody in that has won anything in those positions. Not saying, right? The Raiders were fucking horrible last year. I'd like to make that clear. (laughs) The Raiders were absolute dog shit last Josh year. Josh Daniels hasn't won shit as a head coach either. But at this stage of the game, for me, the Falcons, if you look at Ryan Pace, who's a part of that organization, and then also Phil Emery, yep. who's a part of that organization, He's mind good. you, two former Bears guys, and they love defense. So I like your thought process of D-back. But in my eyes, with the eighth pick, I think Tyree Wilson still on the board, Texas yep. Tech. Let's go. Not surprising at all. And this is where my conspiracy comes to play because we're at the Bears pick, Mike. Bears. Defensive tackle. Georgia. Jalen Carter goes to the Bears. Oh, come on. Beasts up the middle. I think it's possible. 
Paris Johnson's off the board. He's got that body type that they like. I think Jalen Carter's there. Best player in the draft. He goes to the Bears. Todd, 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 Jalen Carter, Jalen Carter, one of the best defensive tackles in Georgia football history. If you look at the tape, high motor, gets off the ball fast, fastest defensive tackle in Georgia history. Man, could really tear up the middle. Uh, I think yeah. there's three. I think there's three options for the Bears, honestly. I think it's him. I think it's Paris Johnson. I think it's Skaronsky. So my only hope here is that they go offensive tackle so with the ninth pick our chicago bears take paris johnson jr ohio state and reunite the boys reunite justin fields with his former blindside protector i mean if you look at his pro day dude it made it i mean it it gave it like yeah i got some chills there big boy he is a big boy big boy now, we're only going to go till 15. Is yep. that fair, or do you want to go top 20? No, I mean, that's fair. I think that's fair. 20 gets crazy. 20 gets crazy. Yeah, after 20, nobody fucking knows. I mean, right. let's face it. All right, so let's just go top 15, and then we're out. So we're going to end our last five picks here. We're going to go Eagles, Titans, Texans again, Jets, J-E-T, although the Jets and the Green Bay Packers are going to flip, right? And then Correct. the Pat, the Pats are right in the middle. So, Vince, yes. with the 10th pick in the Taxi Squad mock draft, who are you taking? This Eagles pick is tough now with all these guys off the board. Um, yep. There's a couple ways you can go about this. They're going defense, in my opinion. So, okay. at that point, you got some dudes that are taken. Uh, there's interest in Nolan Smith. I don't know if I would take him that high. Um, it's possible, but I think more likely in my head, they either want an interior or an edge. I think best player off the board right now is going to be Miles Murphy out of Clemson. Give me Miles Murphy at 10. Ooh, Todd, Todd, Todd. Miles Murphy might be a smidge of a stretch. Two-year starter at Clemson. Can bend the edge. Good motor. Hasn't played many games. We'll see how it works out for him. Now, with the 10th pick, and Vince... I'm taking a page straight out of your book right here. Let's go. With the 10th pick in the Taxi Squad mock draft, the Eagles take Bijan Robinson. Oh, early running back. Early he's, running back. He's going in top 15. He's going to do Vinny, it. See, Vinny gets all hot and bothered by like top 10 special T types. He, he gets like all hot and bothered by it. He loves that shit. I like he it. Really- he does. Saquon was a smart move. I, I thought he was good for the Giants. So keep See, it going. I mean, Vince loved that pick. It hasn't worked out for him so far, but he loved it. <laughs> hey, they went to the playoffs. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. We'll, we'll see how it works out for him. Um, all right, Vince. 11th pick in the Texas squad mock draft. Tennessee Titans are currently on the clock. Who are they taking? If they're not trading up for their guy, they're going to get him here. Word around town. <laughs> word around town is the. The Titans like Mr. A. Rich out of Florida. So I'm throwing Anthony Richardson a bone. He's going to the Tennessee Titans at 11. Anthony Richardson drafted. Todd, Todd, Todd. Interesting pick. Interesting pick. Last year, took a mobile quarterback in the first round. Absolutely shit the bet on themselves. (laughs) Decide to go again two years in a row with another mobile quarterback who didn't prove shit in college. Interesting pick. Interesting pick. Big boys. We'll we'll see how it works. Now, see me. 
the two of the best defensive backs are on the board. And that defensive backfield's aging. You look at a guy like Mike Vrabel. Defensive you haven't gotten coach. rid of any of them yet, have you? I haven't gotten rid of any of them. I oh. kept them in the chamber for a reason. Okay. And the reason I kept them in the chamber is because Christian Gonzalez, cornerback Oregon, will be the mm-hmm. first cornerback taken in this draft. Has it in his bones. Has family who played in the NFL. I believe that he is kind of a no-brainer. He's long. He's fast. He's physical. He's exactly what you want at the position. A lot of people are also speculating that the Bears may take him at nine to get another true corner. But if the Bears take a cornerback at nine, it may just flip a lid. I will be very angry. Yes. I'll be very angry. I don't think that happens, by the way. But I'd be angry. All right. There we go. There we go. Richardson. Vinny's got two mobile quarterbacks back to back. you. Interesting. This is interesting. All right, Todd. Uh, Texans back at 12 yep. may have the potential to move out of this pick if they do not take their quarterback with the second pick in the draft. And there is speculation that he may try and trade for Trey Lance. Now, I don't I think the 12th pick is a smidge of a stretch. But if they don't Vince- do that. If they don't do that, there's a little bird, a little birdie word on the street there's is some bird. There's a bird. They like an older quarterback coming out of this draft. I'm not talking about the man Stetson Bennett, but I am talking about no. another guy recovering no. from an no. injury. No, no, my guy. <laughs> no. They like him. <laughs> they like him. Number 12 overall pick to the Texans. Whoa. It fits what the Texans would do. Head and hooker, baby. Blown. Welcome to Houston. Mind flipping blown. Boom. Todd, Todd, Watch it Todd, 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 Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker was having an incredible season at Tennessee, beat Alabama in the final minutes of the game due to a botch field goal, threw Jalen Hylett 17 million touchdowns in the matter of one game, and that one game is going to get him over the ledge. 12th pick, bit of a stretch, but we'll see. We'll we see. will see. I, I mean, not the crazy it, You never know happened. what these. You never know what these people. So at this stage of the game, I do believe that you know the Texans want to beef up offensive line, and at this exact point, Peter Skaronsky, Northwestern alum, sitting on the board there, need to get some sort of protection around their potential asset coming in as Trey Lance. So I think they take Peter Skaronsky, right tackle. Northwestern. Okay. Okay. Now like here's it. where we flip flop, right? Yep. So where you would pick for the Jets originally, now the Packers after the Green Bay trade are going to be right there at spot 13. Vince, right now, if you had to pick who the Green Bay Packers are going to go with, if you're the GM, if you're Gunt Kunz, <laughs> right? If you're the Gunty, who are you taking? Since I can't give them the worst player in the draft out of my pure dismay yeah. and disinterest does jordan in love get a target uh i was gonna say so they haven't done it in the last 15 years who says they don't do it this time jsn finally off the board to the green oh. bay packers book it book it book it okay todd 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 Best wide receiver potentially in this draft. Mike had him going a little bit earlier to the Lions. Definitely thinking they could create a two-headed monster there in Detroit. But Vince, solid pick, bold pick. <laughs> Something that the Packers couldn't fucking do really for almost 10 years. 10 really years for a quarterback that they claim to be their own generational talent. Take the best wide receiver in the draft. 
after he leaves the organization is a big old fuck you. Now, it's true. I think they're going to do it despite him. Yeah. I, I do. I really do. Now, I have a different theory. I have a different theory. So I'm still keeping it offense, right? Okay. But if you do look at their offensive line, it has been aging. And a gentleman right now that a lot of people are sleeping on is that gentleman uh, who's in an interior tackle at Georgia, Broderick Jones. Yeah. So I think that the Packers at 13 protect their young investment, go safe, don't go flashy, and select Broderick Jones. Okay. I like it. Now we got Billy Boy. You got Billy Boy. We got good old Bill sitting there at 14 saying maybe there's a quarterback still on the board, right? Maybe maybe there's a guy here that I may want. Maybe. Just maybe. 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 Who knows? They might take think... an offensive tackle out of fucking <laughs> Tennessee Chattanooga. I was going to say, I don't think Dorian Thompson Robinson's going at this point. So no way. I'm out of quarterbacks for the first round here. But there is a guy that I feel like fits the Patriots mold. He might be off the board in the real draft here, but he's not in mine. A uh, little small for an offensive tackle, but hey, Bill's done it before. He could move to guard at some point in his career. But if there's one thing Bill knows how to do, it's to sweeten up that offensive line talent. And I think Peter Skaronsky fits perfectly. Wow. Patriots offense. You got Scott Scott. Okay. He's dropping. He's dropping He's to 14. Dropping, dropping down. Okay. All right. All right. Todd, Todd Skronsky. Great pick. Great pick. Played a total of four years in Northwestern overall. Big 10 offensive lineman of the year. All state, all player. Good pick. All right. 14. Historically, this man doesn't draft wide receivers for shit, but they just signed Juju. And in Mike's corrupted USC shit brain, he no. sees two USC alums <laughs> okay. lined up on opposite side as the X and the fucking Y. I live on and the that street. piece of shit, <laughs> Mac, throwing going. to him in an offense that's dated. Jordan Addison <sighs> at 14. He's a, he's a beast. He's a gamer. I get it. Jordan get Addison, it. man. He might be. And I know a lot of people are going to say he might be the second best wide receiver in this game, in in this draft. I think he is. Man's amazing. What he did with Caleb, truly impressive. I wouldn't. I I think you're right about that. I'm not trying to be right. I'm just trying to be. Well, I'm trying to be right for what it's worth. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just throwing shit at the wall and hoping for the best. Yep. Now. Okay. With the 15th pick and the final pick in the mock of 20. 23. Yep. We got the Jets New York at Jets. 15. Swap the pick. Some decent talent on the board. Who are the Jets taking right here? I feel like this could go in many different directions. I know where I'm going with it. Uh, they just got a new guy. He's an older man. You want to make sure he's protected down there. They got a lot of good skill players. That defense is looking good. What they could use is the guy that you previously mentioned. Mr. Broderick Jones from Georgia. I think he goes okay. to the New York Jets. Okay. I got an I got an interesting theory here. Okay. I got an interesting theory. So if we look at them right now as as a Jets franchise overall, they're missing a piece, right? They they got the offensive talent. You you got the guys, you got some horses. You got Garrett Wilson, you got Al Lazard. 
but you really, I mean, are, are you are you really going to rely on Mercedes Lewis to be like your number Ooh. one? Delmer? Right. Right. Oh. So I think they take Vince's guy. Ah, let's go. Domer alum, Mr. Michael Mayer, arguably one of the best tight ends in all of college football last season and rolled at Notre Dame. I think he's going at 15 to the Jets. I think they give him a big weapon in the red zone. I think you can arguably pick up, you know, a good offensive guard in the later rounds and be sufficient there. They know what they're looking for. If we're talking about Hackett protecting Rodgers, so they know the traits that they need to play interior. He can block, man. He's a big guy. Even that, I'm not. I'm not. See, here's the thing. I'm not drafting a Michael Mayer or Dalton Kincaid to block. Right, Dalton Kincaid can't block for what it's worth. Kincaid's not that guy. To me, you know, Mayer is the better of the two. Kincaid is more of a, he reminds me of like a Hunter Henry. Yeah. Get out Mayer there reminds me of like Gronk. Yeah. Mayer is a Gronk to me. And I see that going far in this type of scenario in that offense because they have some weapons right now, but that would solidify the weaponry around him. You got Brees Hall coming back. And I mean, Michael Carter's coming back as well. I mean, so you do have some weapons now on offense and defensively you're set. You don't have a second round draft pick this year, but in the third, fourth, fifth round, you can get an offensive tackle. You can get a D back if needed. You can do those things. So call me crazy. Todd, 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 Michael Mayer to the Jets. Love it. Love it. Absolutely love it. Had three great years of production at Notre Dame following Cole Komet. Seemed to just shit out tight ends every single year. Great call. I hope everybody enjoys Mel Kuyper swearing because I just <laughs> want to hear the man swear one time. <laughs> That'd be so fun. That'd be it so would. fun. It would. Well, Vince, as our mock draft concludes and tomorrow is the big old day. Might be a live stream because Vince and I don't miss that day for shit. Hell no. We're always together. So what are your like hot takes coming away? Even though we just did the mock draft, are there certain trades that you, after just doing it, are you like, wow, that now, now it's more apparent to me. I mean, yeah, I could, I could see Tennessee moving up. Um, Okay. Obviously my board's a little more mixed. You, your quarterbacks are up there in the top. And I think that's definitely possible if trades were to happen. Um, Given how it's sitting in hooker. And in Hooker, there's hey, there's whispers on the avenue. You got to check it out. Um, that being said, if he doesn't end up going in that slot, he might end up going second round. So it can go either way. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see some guys move up, but I don't know, man. Keep an eye out for Jalen Carter at nine. I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think that's too far off. I, I think it's definitely possible. Right now, if I'm a Bears fan, I am not upset if they take either Peter Skaronsky or Paris Johnson. I just feel like there is such a need to protect your asset in Agreed. Justin Fields. And I know, you know, Eberflus might feel the need to take a defensive tackle, but you could still take very good defensive talent in the second round. I also believe that if you needed to trade into the back of the first round, you have the capital to do that also. Not a want, but I do feel like you could get some horses in the second round at the defensive tackle spot. And it looks like Chase Young might be available as well, so maybe throw a little trade out there and grab him. Okay, here's a trade scenario. Let's say Stroud drops to nine 
for whatever fucking reason. And the Washington commies start knocking on your door, say, hey, we'll give you next year's first. We'll give you Chase Young. And yeah. How do you feel about that? I'm not you taking that, that deal? If they swap picks. Yeah. So if, if the Bears go to 16, I'm totally cool with that. <laughs> totally cool. Because there's like, if Skaronsky or Paris isn't off the board at that point, he probably I will mean, be. At some, like, he'll the, probably be available. You, you think the they're other. going top 10? No, I'm saying that he probably will be available at that 16. Right. And then you could take one of your second round picks if you want to trade up to, to whatever with the Texans and swap there. I mean, you have so much flexibility. I'm yeah. an open book with this draft, homie. It's every year. Who knows? All I'm telling you yeah, right now is that neither of stretch. us were right. I'll tell you that <laughs> off the bat. That's for sure. We will see tomorrow if any of us are right. As always, it's one of the most exciting times of the year if you are a true football fan. We thank you, as always, for tuning in every week. You know the drill. If you don't shave your face, you should use Henson Shaving. Code the Taxi Squad once again. The then, Taxi Squad. Yeah, T-H-E. Not two E's, but T-H-E. The <laughs> <Yes>. Taxi Squad. <laughs> now, you know the drill. You got to like it. Like it. You got to follow it. Follow it. And then you got to rate it. Preferably, you know, five stars and whatever stars you listen to. Right? And if you could, you know, tell a buddy. Tell a buddy. I mean, we're trying to move on to the next promotional deal here, which is a billboard to tell Jerry to sell the team. So Jerry, think about sell that. Sell the team. <laughs> and if you need some money to potentially do that and invest in this venture that we're going to, you may want to go talk to your grandfather because he might just have an nest egg chilling in the basement that you didn't even know existed. Right? You'll never know I mean, unless you talk to your gramps. You don't know if you don't talk to your grandpa and say, Grandpa, listen, listen to this podcast with me. They're really trying to do something big here. To get the White Sox to sell to somebody who gives a shit. <laughs> who knows? Maybe we pool enough money on this podcast to buy the White Sox. I don't know. I'm, yeah, we I'm just need a two-tree bill and then we'll be fine. <laughs> I don't know who your grandpa is. It's true. But go talk to him. All right? And, of course, as always, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.